0: the quality's good quality's good um is there anything I could I literally as soon as I posted that shit fucking Torpy DM'd me and he goes highly anticipated
1: (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. I got a a text yeah I get a text from Derek like maybe a a minute after he goes wait wait you're you're serious you're actually going I'm like dude I don't know how many times I gotta
0: tell people like if I'm going somewhere I'm going (laughs) yeah yo that's fucking hilarious cause I Kristen Anderson DM'd me jesse topping well i didn't know you told jesse because she was just like oh my god please tell me it's tyler and i said no and she goes what the fuck then who you and then and then she's like because he told me he's going to miami i said oh okay well i didn't know who he
1: told no Well, i was cranked one night and she like she like replied to my story she was like where are you moving to because it said farewell tour and then i was like oh yeah i'm going to miami
0: (laughs) there won't be an intro i'll just start fucking screaming and then no um... i do an intro what do you want me to, what do you mean is it? Just say, role? hey, we're, we're um, um <laughs> uh, yeah, just follow my lead, follow my lead on the intro, I won't do the whole welcome to another episode, uh,
1: I'm I'll be, like, crazy
0: list. about it. They're yeah, like, yeah, like, no, this no, no, is, no.
1: You could do a little intro like they do in Spit and Chick, let's say, like, t- they hype the guy up, maybe talk some awards that I've gotten, who knows? Okay, okay, um, I don't know, I don't know what awards you've
0: gotten, but, uh, <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> you hear how they so do intros,
1: is... but. I No, I literally don't know. We are, but, we are um, now welcomed by none other than the grape man himself.
0: I'm going to say the biggest piece of shit I know. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, I like that. Yeah! Let's fucking go! Hey, big dog, what are we doing?
1: Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you've asked me 300 times to come on, so I finally I felt bad. I feel like it's a, like a make-a-wish thing, so uh, here we are.
0: It, it's a little aggressive but yeah. all right then yeah. i mean i good. mean I, I whatever i'll just I'll, I'll, I'll get this going so um for anyone that's listening i officially have the biggest piece of shit i've ever met in my entire life on the podcast
1: uh Absolutely. not 100
0: percent. not really thrilled about it but i am pretty fucking thrilled that uh the, the boys are headed down to miami but i'm i mean i'll be visiting but i'm not moving but uh big 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 fucking announcement right now Take
1: the floor. What is going on? Yeah, uh, found out this morning. Uh, Pitbull and I are going to do a little, uh, little tandem uh, world tour down in Miami. So uh, moving down there, uh, April twentieth, four twenty. Shout out to uh, Weeds Tight, Colin Brooks, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're it's, it's getting pretty, it's getting pretty crazy here. Uh, last day at work next Friday, and um, yeah, we're moving to Miami. Pack the bags and uh, get closer to the family and friends so uh really excited about it
0: what um well fuck it before we even talk about Miami we'll Well, wait let
1: me cut you off before we get going if I don't have more listeners than Derek Richards episode I'm fucking that's so rigged so I want to put it out there so I hope a lot of people listen this is going to be funny a lot of stories flying but I have to have more than Derek Richards because it's just a pride thing but anyway go into what you were saying Okay,
0: um, Derek hasn't been on yet. I'm having uh, I'm having been on this upcoming week
1: too. So, uh, do you, do you? what about Ben? Oh, he's top five favorite per- favorite teammates of all time. He's a good guy. That'd okay. be a good episode. Smart guy. Um, are
0: you gonna give? Do you need? Do you need to give a shout out to Marco and the boys before we, we rip this? Or what's the deal there?
1: No, they'll, they'll, get, they'll get. No, no, they'll get mentioned. They'll get mentioned. I don't need a, okay. I don't need a, Marco doesn't need any uh, shout out. He's good. Yeah, no. Nah, I'll get to, to those guys. Those guys will be brought up. I got some good stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, cool. words. Word, word,
0: word. But uh, it. I'm gonna speed this up because I really don't like fucking talking to you. But, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, you and I fucking met. Jeez, it feels like forever ago. We met. Um, obviously, like we grew up together and we grew up in the same town. But was it,
1: what, what was it? Was it middle school or or yeah. was it uh
0: the William Street School?
1: No, it was middle school. Um never saw a person at six, four with red hair in my life. Um, bumped into, you uh, at lacrosse trials. And I said, yeah, let's bring you on board. And, uh, brought you, <laughs> yo, brought you, <laughs> brought you under the old wing and, uh, introduced you to some good people. And I'll look at you. You're just, <laughs> you're, you're a popular <laughs> guy, you know, but no, I know. Uh, yeah. We met at lacrosse and the rest is history. It's been an unbelievable time. Um, uh, it's it's fucking funny because i know like uh,
0: mike uh mike and Derek when they hear this they especially mike mike's gonna lose his mind but the first like like i said like there's a lot of like stupid ass like shit that's going on between us but like the only thing that stands out in my mind when i think about like middle school across with you was when we were running around the field like during warm-ups you would not stop fucking quoting
1: borat you were just running <laughs> around the field like la na 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 this suit is black, was not. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> dude, that, that movie is incredible. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I took an edible, by the way, so I, <laughs> I hope that kicks in midway through this. Um, okay, well, I'm not cutting that out, so I hope your new employer hears that and fires it. Yeah, ass. we should probably cut um, that
0: out. Um, no, 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 no. I'm leaving it. So. Yeah, go for it. Um, I mean, yeah, weed's tight. So, anyways, um, yeah, so middle school. Um, you know, we were, you know, we were tight since day one, you know, obviously yeah. like all best friends that, you know, are like brothers, you know, you have your ups and downs, mm-hmm. you have your moments where, you know, there's been days where I've, you know, wanted to whoop your ass and probably vice versa, but yeah. you know, it's still what probably like it's been, uh, well, since seventh grade, which was 2007. So I, I'm not doing math real quick in my head off the top like that. So since, so been riding strong since
1: 2007 and, yeah, uh, I'm not a math guy, know, we, so Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty long yeah
0: and yeah i would say so and our families are pretty tight which yeah. is pretty dope and uh anyone that knows your dad <laughs> <is dead. laughs> uh,
1: the, the, Marv, the fucking Marv victory Red stick bike, king
0: which actually this uh this episode is uh brought to you by marbred um
1: anyways <laughs> Chain smoking. so
0: yeah so i remember you know i called you i mean you used to come to visit me all the time when i was at hobart and i remember yeah. i called you and i was just like yo like i don't have my release yet but ask coach ryan if i'll be able to transfer and you were like yeah don't fuck with me and i remember you were telling uh, vargo and them and i think you said vargo was at first was like there's no chance he actually comes here um just because you didn't actually think i was gonna do it which reminds me before we continue with this uh shout out to torpy torpy
1: the godfather yeah uh, as as i would call mm him
0: yep yeah uh torpy torpy vargo colin magoo gotta give all the boys a shout out um but back to what we were saying here um so fuck i lost my train of thought okay yeah now we're back so i ended up transferring to mercyhurst Mm -hmm. which uh for you what was that like because i know like um at first you thought I was fucking with you and then once you actually like saw me on campus and saw me in the locker room like what were your thoughts
1: yeah you know first was like like it's a surreal thing you know like grew up playing together played through middle school together went to all the same camps played on all the same like travel teams and stuff like that um I definitely think you know you get used to playing with your best friend it was kind of cool especially senior year before you you broke your your uh, your wrist there we had a cool little thing going and when you yeah like when you when you go to college and you say goodbye to people that you're close with you know you always wonder if it's all ever, ever going to be the same and i think uh, we haven't really missed a beat um in, in terms of, of you and i's friendship um i think it just enhanced it when you came to mercierst yeah. um because mm-hmm. some of the best memories that we've had so far together um have come from that place because um, it's it's not a real city it's not a real town it's an absolute fucking third world country um but uh yeah (laughs) dude people people don't get to say they got to play uh in college with their best their best friend and uh yeah it's fucking all the time beauty it was awesome yeah no it was
0: uh yeah no it was definitely it, it was definitely i mean i you know like we don't need to touch on it but i needed to get the fuck out of there so like yeah that was like the best option like for me was just like you know, like Mercier is a good school. On top of it, Mr. Man was there. Yeah. You know, I knew Marco. I I knew Marco. I wasn't like <laughs> Marco. super close to Marco or knew him that well, but like uh we knew him from playing um Yeah, champion and like, yeah, champion and shit yeah, like that. So um yeah, so we had the pleasure I mean we never lived together, which, you know, I know that bothered you a little, but <laughs> I there's no fucking way I was gonna be able to do that. Yeah. Um not not in a bad way, no. it's just that like we've we we've been together for so long that it's just like, I didn't really find the need for us to like live together while we're on campus too. Yeah. So, no, I um, agree.
1: yeah, I agree. I didn't need to, That's too much togetherness and, um, yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And we probably
1: would have ended up killing each right. other, even
0: though there was a couple of nights where we
1: almost mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. But,
0: um, so yeah, so we ended up going to Mercers together. Um, and then pretty much, I know like our senior year, we had a couple of classes together and I know, uh, you know, me and you have always talked about like, I don't want to say doing big things because that's like the wrong like way to phrase it. But like you and I have always talked about like, uh, you know, kind of like um, doing doing things outside the norm. Like we didn't have many friends that uh, were even like older than us or and whatnot that really like moved away or, you know, we didn't really know anyone that like decided to like be like, yeah, we're just going to go elsewhere. And I remember that was something that me and you always talked about was just like, you know, kind of after college, we like, not, not like we made a promise to each other, but like our one thing was like, you know, we we're going to backpack Europe and, and shit like that. And then we were just going to pick up and go and just like explore being, you know, young and naive. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I told you that I got the job in Boston and I was taking off to Boston, you were like, you know, I'm, I'm considering Austin, Texas. I'm considering Napa, LA. Cause you wanted, I mean, you were working at Delaware North, yep. you had your internship there, which was really good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll touch on in a second. But, um, yeah, you decided on – I remember we were sitting in that social media and politics class, and you were just like, yeah, I, I figured it out. I'm going to, going to San Francisco. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to San Francisco for? Like, I, I for sure thought it was going to be L.A. And you're like, well, no, it's not technically San Fran. It's, it's about 45 minutes out. I'm going to Napa Valley, <laughs> which I knew of Napa. I'm starting to get long-winded here. But I, I knew of Napa because of, you know, how – you know pers- I don't want to say prestige, but like how yeah. popular like the wine is and stuff like that, and it's the spot to be. Mm-hmm. And it like, you know, it was kind of wild because you were just like, yeah, Napa. And you were like so set on it. So like what what was it exactly that like made you choose Napa over some of the other places you were considering, like L.A., Texas, New York City and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Like a great question. So when I was at Delaware North, I, I our my my boss, you know, took a real liking to me and he saw the potential of, you know, something that, that could that could be, you know, kind of what he was and. And now my, my other mentor, Ed, um, could be, and, you know, I remember he said the summer when I left Delaware North, he's like, you know, if you, whatever you need, just let me know. Like, so he used to work at the Waldorf Astoria in New York, which is, you know, a really like well-respected hotel, probably one of the most historic hotels in the, in the, uh, the country. So they, you know, they, Hilton was bought out by a Chinese real estate company. So they, all of the, his friends that were all at the Waldorf that were, you know, hotel manager, operations, F and B, they all dispersed. And, um, so they went to all different parts of the country and also the world. Um, and and some people don't know this, but what what happened was, is he put me in touch. Um, he put me in touch with a lot of his friends from the Waldorf. So I interviewed with a JW Marriott in Beijing, um, the Langham in London, the Waldorf Astoria Beverly Hills. Um, and then Carneros resort in Napa. And I interviewed with all of those people and all those guys said, yep, it sounds great. Like we want to bring you on, you know, we want to send you an offer. And so I was in a, like a rut. I was like, where do I go? You know, what, what do I do? Like of course going to, to China is great. Uh, of course, getting a chance to go to London is incredible. Um, so I had to go back to, to my boss, Tom, and say, hey, look, it, all your friends are, like, they've offered me a position. Which one out of all your friends would you choose to, you know, help me take care, you know, get my career going? This is the first job out of college, right? This is my first, like, real-world thing. He says, yeah, you got to go to Ed in Napa. I said, all right, that's it. Told my mom, this is what I'm doing. She looked at me. She's like, yeah, cool. Like, probably not. You know, she thought I was just blowing smoke. <laughs> I said, what, what, what? <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, the day before I, we graduated college, I got the call. I remember I was at Derek, Derek and Crow's house getting apps. F- I was fucking blind. And I get this call. It said, California it said, I was like, Oh fuck. I sobered up real quick. And I had to go like down the street and, and call them back. And they're like, yeah, this is so-and-so from, you know, X, X, Y, and Z resort in Napa Valley. Um, we'd like to send you an offer. And I'm like, fuck, I'm about to graduate college somehow. Called them back, accepted, <laughs> went back, told, I was the first person I told was Derek. And he goes, yeah, okay, dude, shut up and just keep drinking. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And told my parents after I graduated at dinner, they were like, of course, my mom's crying. My dad's like, yeah, just give me another beer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> of course, Garrett's down there like, yeah, who fucking cares? And, and so then here I am, you know, f- almost four years later. And uh it's been an unbelievable experience. Um so to answer your question, I, I you know I kinda came out here two weeks after I, I uh graduated college, I had two thousand dollars to my name. I didn't get paid for another three weeks because they go bi weekly there. And uh I was living in a less than four hundred square foot studio for Probably about eleven hundred dollars a month, I think it was, and um and here I am now I'm still out here, um obviously leaving, but i cool. you know i made it I made it work with what I could from an early start, and I couldn't picture myself doing this in any other way, so
0: yeah, now, like with that being said, like you you when you took off dude, like at least like when I went to Boston, I knew like. I mean, me and Shane were homies. Um, I knew Eric a little bit, but, like, me and Mark were super tight. And, like, I at least had Mark because I lived with him for – I think we lived together – I think we lived at his mom's spot for, like, I think the first, like, month, month and a half. And then, uh, yeah, it was, like, a month and a half, and then we ended up getting our our own place in the city. So, like, I at least had Mark. Like, I at least knew Mark. And then, obviously, like, other kids from Hobart I knew that lived in the city there. But, like, you straight up didn't know a fucking soul. So, like – Did that play a factor? Like, obviously, it didn't. I mean, obviously, you you went. So, but, like, was that something that you thought about as, like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know if this is going to be, like, the thing. Or were you just, like, so pumped to, like, get a legit sick job right out of college, a new opportunity, going to California, that you were just, like, I – I, you were just, like, you went into it blind. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm definitely doing this. Or, like, how did – (laughs) how like, what was your thought process on the whole, like, making the move?
1: There was nothing. I don't really think about – I've never really thought about stuff like that. I just said, that looks cool, looks good to me, found an apartment, booked a plane ticket, said my goodbyes, and I didn't know a soul. I mean, I talked to to Ed for five minutes on the phone, and that was it. And so, but that's the thing with me. Like, I don't care. Like, I know I'll make friends, you know, and I made friends in Napa Valley, which for people that, you know, Napa's great. It's really cool, especially if you're looking to get absolutely shithouse during the day and be in bed by nine o'clock at night because you drink so much wine it's a perfect spot i call it the adult disney world um
0: it's fucking yeah, incredible
1: it's a, it's a fucking show here dude it's unfucking believable but i i came out here and yeah i didn't know anyone but i was just like i don't care like i i love buffalo i love where i'm from and i will always be the biggest buffalo person but for me i just wanted to go see other stuff i wanted you know live in a place where there's a city nearby and and then i had you know my suburban country life if you would out here um but i remember you know i had a professor in college that was like yeah i used to work at Silverado country club in napa this is before this was even coming close to anything and he mentioned he's like yeah if you live out there and you work in the industry and you have a good enough title you can go wine tasting anywhere you want for free and i'm like oh that sounds that sounds fucking sick. I didn't know that people charge to taste wine, but okay, I, I guess um, I, I guess they do. So I get out here, and I don't start work for a couple of days, but my business cards came in before I even started. And I, and Ed, Ed gave them to me, and he was like, oh, these are yours, by the way. And I said, oh, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, oh, I remember, what's his name? Told me, if I go up to a winery and say, hey, I, this is where I work, and you show them a business card, and it's a decent enough title, you're going for free. I said, ha, huh, okay. I didn't have a car. My car was getting shipped. Ed literally said hello to me. We met for the first time. He goes, do you have a car? I said, no, it's getting shipped out here. He goes, okay, here you go. Like You can use mine. My friends are in town. I said, cool, thanks. I go out to the parking lot. I hit the alarm because I was like, I don't know what car this is. The key didn't say what it was." And I, I hear it and I'm walking towards it. It's around a big semi truck and it's a 911 Porsche convertible. And I'm like, I turned around and he and I thought he'd be staring at me, but he wasn't. I go back and I'm like, hey, you're okay with me using this? He's like, yeah, go for it. Just don't crash it. I'm like, oh, okay, see ya. And, uh, oh, I don't mean
0: to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off, but you were such an asshole when that first happened because you did not stop standing. Stand no, yeah,
1: I, yeah, 100%. 100%.
0: <laughs> you're like, I'm really, yeah, bad. yeah, <laughs> and
1: I'm not like, not at all, but and uh so anyway long story no story um i i remember i i went up to a winery one winery one first time ever wine tasting i am annihilated like unbelievable and that's how i met the friends that i have here now they were all at the on this circle bar and i was dude i i'm a shy kid like when it, at first when it comes to some things and I like I was pretty hammered, and I looked over to the kid next to me. I was like, "Hey, you guys from around here?" They're like, "Yeah, we were all born and raised here." I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." We started talking. rest is history. We all went out that night. We all exchanged numbers. Still friends with these kids to this day. And and, and kind of to go back to what you were saying, um, yeah, I made friends here really easily. It, it was never a challenge for me. That's kind of how I am. And uh, it's been it, it's been pretty elite. Like honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like it, I feel really comfortable here but um it's also a good time to kind of find a new adventure now yeah and no like i only asked that question because
0: obviously like the whole point of this this podcast is that it's just like we all have like stories to tell in life and we all have a different perspective and we all like make we all make moves differently like i know your ass wasn't thinking like oh i don't know anyone like i was like the same way i was i was just like all right I'll, i'll go to boston mark's there it'll be fun and i didn't really think anything of it just like how you <clears> – <throat> I know that, but I only ask that question because if, if someone that is listening to this is, like, hesitant on whether they should make a jump or not, I just wanted to ask it in that way because, you know, I, I definitely think that it could be of some value and help. But, um, like, uh, when – was that Was that Zane you met at the bottom um, that night?
1: Zane was, like – he was in that group. But the original kid that I talked to um, – what was it? CeeLo? Nah, Carlo <laughs> – Cargo was <laughs> not there. It was like Zane, Brandon, um, I forget who else, but it, it, it was just oh, Cole. Cole was there. My bo- our boy Cole, beauty. Oh, Cole, Cole's, Cole's a fucking beauty. beauty. I gotta yeah, you, you, you got to get on to him. He's an absolute old weapon. Um, and um, so yeah, it, it, we just started hanging out, and I got their number, and they were all kind of dude. They thought I was thirty. No, well, I'm going to stop you right
0: there, because when I came for New Year's, and I was like, I was when me and Zane were sitting there um, having wine, and uh, I mean, California, it's legal, so we're sitting there having wine, smoking yeah. J, and I asked him, I was just like, yo, I'm like, I'm always curious, what was your first impression of this kid? And he was just like, dude, he's sitting at the end of the bar, minding his own business, in like a three-way, different colored vineyard <laughs> wine shirt, and I literally got up and walked yeah. out of here first, because I know exactly... <laughs> I know exactly what shirt yeah, that was. Yeah. That was the shirt. That was the shirt. We're not going to name her name, but that was the shirt that Garrett wore on his first date with you-know-who. And when I pulled up to your house and he was wearing that shirt, and when I pulled up to your house, I was in fucking tears. I was just like, I was like, yo, what are you wearing? Like, I don't usually hate I'm, – I'm, not even gonna, well, I could say hate because it's, it's Garrett, but like generally speaking, I don't ever say anything about what people rock or anything like that. But when he was wearing that shirt, I was just like, yo – what in the fuck is that and then it's just funny that when i was uh talking with zane for the first time he was just like yeah that was the fucking shirt this jackass was wearing and i was just like i i need to go home like i can't be here but
1: yeah but
0: um yeah so like um i know you just like you're just like fuck it because like you know me and you have been private conversations and Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not even trying to be motivational here but it's just like how Mm -hmm. we talk but like me and you have always been like have always said to each other that it's just like yo at the end of the day, like you you can't you can always earn money again but you can't like you can't get time and like how valuable and precious like time actually is so it's just like while we're young while we're you know while you're single while like you know i mean and like our parents both like i know like as you know like my mom and like your parents were always pushing that into us that like yo when you graduate college you got like four or five years left before like life actually gets like real and serious so it's just like yo like whatever you want to do just get it out of you right now like go travel go if you want to backpack Europe go fucking backpack Mm -hmm. if you want to move to like fucking Alaska and catch fish with your bare fucking hand I don't know go do that (laughs) that's Um, something Josh would do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah we're not we're not getting started on that (laughs) but uh but yeah so like um you just like up and like left and you just went so like overall like what like what was your first like what was your impression before you got there of like what you thought you were going to be walking into when you got to cali and then what was it like actually like like you know your first couple weeks there
1: yeah i, I like you you fly in into san francisco and you're like holy fuck i'm in california um i've never been out there i I've literally i've never been out west before i moved here so yeah you land and like you see the city like coming like you're coming into the city like you gotta fly past it, you see like Golden Gate, then you see the bay bridge, then you see um a t and t park which is where the Giants play, which is an absolute fucking beauty of a play it's awesome that that, that was a that, uh, that was amazing when we went, yeah, it's such a scene um and uh so then you you land um they actually had a a, a driver pick me up, um so I'm like, ooh the guy had my name on an ipad i go oh shit they fucking know <laughs> they fucking know, know. <laughs> they know the kids coming um, and uh so yeah they, you know drove i'm like how long's the ride um he's like 2 hours i'm like 2 hours he's like yeah there's traffic i go traffic like i didn't like i said dude i didn't even look where napa was on a map i swear to god like, i was just like yeah i'll just let's just go um I think when I got here, it's a, it's a shock. Like there's mountains everywhere. There's grapes. There's, you know, you get into the city. Um, I I remember the second day I was here, I drove to the golden gate bridge. It was sick. Like you're, you're like, you're out here by yourself and you have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. And it it just turned out to be like, this place is a a hidden gem for sure. Like it's really done a lot for me. I've really grown a lot. You know, when I remember, when I first got here to where I'm at now, like it's night and day and, I think one thing, um, that I'm really proud of is, is I did a lot of things that people are like, they would wish they can do. And I also have a lot of people that like really did laugh at me when I said I was moving out here. Like I, they were like, yeah, dude, just shut up. Like you're not being serious. So I was like, no, I really am. Um, so I'm really glad that I was able to stick it out on my own. Like, I don't have like my folks helping me really, you know, like I, pay my own pills i'm doing everything by myself and i've been really fortunate to be also surrounded by a lot of good people a lot of good people that have like taken a really good interest in me so um
0: um why do you you know like why do you just from like your personal opinion um why do you think that is that uh fuck i lost my train of thought
1: um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna cut this out but like what were you what were you just saying Oh, just talk about people taking a really good interest in me and, and taking care of me. No, prior to that. Uh shit, I don't know. You'd never been out to California before. Oh yeah, I've never been out to California.
0: Yeah, no, never. Not once. Um okay. So da 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 uh fuck, dude. Now I just lost my train of thought. Um what it what question did uh I'm not even like high or anything like that. what what question did I I asked you like what was your initial like reaction uh, yeah. of it? Yeah, what was, yeah, what was it? Um, yeah. And then you were talking about, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll just re-ask that entire question because I lost my fucking train of thought. All right. So, um, so like, what was your, you know, like, what was your first, like, I mean, like you were going out to California before you've never been out there. You haven't, right? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So you just went, so like, what was your, like when you were on the flight and you're flying out to Cali, like, what was your like expectation versus like what? it was actually like when you first landed and you first got there,
1: like, was it similar or was it completely different? It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I, I looked up, you know, obviously fit photos and all that shit. Like it was exa- everything I wanted it to be. And, and then some, you know, I knew not a single, single person. Um, and it's not like, it's not like a Florida or like a Miami or Florida where people from Buffalo are coming down all the time. Like I'm literally an eight to nine hour flight, an entire day of travel away so I didn't really ever get to see a lot of people that I I knew until until people started to come visit me and it's it's a huge deal uh, when someone comes to see you that you're this far away because it, dude it's like a five six hundred dollar flight just to get out here and then on top of that you're you're going out you're boozing and you're going to see shit so I really really have a like a big place in my heart for the people that have took the time out of their day to come see me because you, you are out here by yourself and things don't feel like home and I work in an industry where um you know that that first year I was here I really wanted to prove myself and, and show my worth especially at a young age like I was 23 when I got out of here and I was thrown into a management position right away I mean some of the people that were reporting to me were like 10 15 years older than me so I had to really prove myself in all the, the first year. I didn't go home once. I, I stayed for all the holidays. I, I didn't have Thanksgiving. I didn't have Christmas. I didn't have New Year's. I didn't have you know, all that. I was by myself with friends that I kind of just met, and they've invited me to their family's house, you know, to make me feel, like, welcome. But you, you don't really understand what it's like. And when you're 3,000 miles away and there's not a single person that you know is out there, it, it definitely messes with you. I had times where I wanted to just come home.
0: Oh, with without a doubt, and like I know you touched on, um, you touched on how you, uh, you know, you pay your, you know, you you were paying your own bills and stuff like that, uh, when you first moved out there, and California is not fucking cheap, so like that's part of the reason. Like, I mean, we don't gotta like beat around the bush about it, but like that's pretty much, uh, that's part of the reason, um, you know, you couldn't come home as well is that it's just like, you know, you know, at the end of the month after you paid all your bills for how expensive it is to live out there, you didn't have much that you could just be like, yo, I could take off. I can come travel. Cause like you said, it is, it is expensive to go from like Buffalo to get out there. Yeah. And there's, re- there's really no one out, <clears throat> no one else out West for you. So any, if you did come anywhere, I think like the closest you did fly back to um, was when we went to Nashville for the, bills game. <laughs> <laughs> which we're not, uh, no, we're not even talking about that. Uh, 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 but, um, but like what was it that what was it that like made you not like be like fuck it dude i need to come home this just like isn't for me cuz like i'm not going to lie like like we two we're not i'm not going to name who but like me included amongst the boys we were all like taking bets like on how long you were actually going to stay out there which 4 years is a long fucking time yeah you know especially yeah. not having a soul out there so like what was was there something specifically that kept you out there or were you just like fuck it man like i like you know i want to be in hospitality i have a long-term vision for like what i want my career to be like and this is just part of it or like yeah. what was that
1: um i think if you know me you know i'm pretty prideful and i my I, I don't ever want people to see like a failure thing within me so i really think it was just like fuck it i really don't care like we're going to stick this out. Like I, the boys would be fucking all over me if I fucking came back, you know, like they were really happy for me to get out here. Um, they obviously had their, their chirps, but like, um, yeah, I just want to stick it out because I'm like, I don't want people to be like, oh, he couldn't hack it, you know? And and that's the way society is now, you know, people, people want to see other people like have a failure. So they have something to talk about because they have nothing, you know, nothing on, I guess, better. Cause I know there's been people that have had their opinions on me and and what I've done, but I, I think it just comes down to, I was like, I know there's gonna be light in the, the tunnel and it, it comes in waves. Some people don't realize that there's times, man, where I was like, dude, this is, this is fucking, this is sucks. Like I was doing stuff. I'm like, I went to college for X amount of years. Like, and I'm doing some like pretty like grindy stuff, like blue collar, which, you know, we all want to be, you know, everyone built different, you know, the whole thing, but I, I, yeah, dude, I just, I, I never wanted to come back. Um, and not to say I never will, but for right now, I'm just, I love being on my own. I, uh, I don't answer to anyone. Um, I come home at any time of the hour I want. Um, and, uh, I don't, I don't have to have any, anyone I'm living under. I, I, I'm just, it's just me, myself and I, and, uh, I fucking love it. It's been a journey
0: what um and you know one thing i want to ask you because like we have i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name names because mm-hmm. obviously we're not gonna do that but like yeah. we have we have some boys uh we have some boys that <clears throat> have you know have we've we've talked to just in conversation that have said like you know they want to do things they want to they want to make that jump or even anyone for like that's listening that's like either still in college or like you know, still living at home or mm-hmm. whatever the fucking situation may be, is that like I feel like <clears throat> uh, a lot of our generation is so money focused. Like, yeah, um, like oh, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna be making that much money, and to live in this city, it's gonna be expensive, and da 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 da. Which those are all valid reasons. I'm not like shitting on that because like I fucking went broke living in Boston, and I yeah. didn't come home. But like, where where do you stand on like you know? Sometimes you just gotta say fuck it and just go because you don't and like we've talked about this like you always being money focused and always being like i need this salary or i need this i need that like you actually like end up in a way like kind of fucking yourself because it's like if you don't actually make that jump and you don't actually go sometimes you never may get an opportunity that may lead to what you're supposed to be doing or what actually could be good for you um and like not to get long-winded i mean like I told you, like there was a lot of things that like if I never would have went to Boston in the first place. I never would have the opp- some of the opportunities um, that I have now. Just like for you, if you never would have made the move to Napa, you probably wouldn't have been going to Miami and got the job that you did in Miami. It would
1: have probably been a lot different. So like, what is your thought on that? That's that's incredible. Yeah, that's a great segment or leeway into this is, you know, if you know me and you know me in the past, you know, I like to have a lot of fun and say a lot of shit that doesn't mean anything. Like, oh, you know, wealth, 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 and all that crap. <laughs> um, one thing that has, I've really learned in this whole process, especially this, you know, recently interviewing, like, I had to do like seven interviews for this new job. I mean, it's, it was been a, it's been a wild ride, is don't chase, you know, people want to chase the salary. They want the, they want the, the higher, high salary, but. I've seen people, especially where I work, jump positions for a salary in the same company, be promoted within, and because there's a salary on it, you know, and it's, oh, it's uh, this amount of more money, they end up going in that position and they fail, which there's nothing wrong with failing, but they also get laughed at by the people under them because they might know more, or you're just trying to jump a position just because you want more money. So one thing that my ads really taught me is do not chase a salary, chase the experience, chase the destination. Um, because if you start chasing salary and you move up too quick, right. Cause people can interview really, really well. And I saw this, Absolutely. Firsthand. I saw this firsthand with, um, you know, a previous person that was a, a few steps above me where they interviewed really well. They got there, they talked a the big game. When the lights came on and it was time to do what you said, MIA. So to get back to what you're saying is people want to chase the salary because they want more money, chase the experience because you're going to get that big ticket salary when the time's right and you're not going to fail. And it's been a lot to take me to come out and say that because if you know me, I love materialistic crap. I, I'll put my hand up on the first one to admit that, but to really, you know, I, cause it's like, Oh, I want more money and buy more shit. It's really, it's like, take a step back, save your money or one thing and gain the experience because you'll get the big ticket when your time's right. And your mom even said that to me today when I was talking to her, she's like, your time's going to come. You're just, you're doing the right, right process. So, um, you know, it's been great. Yeah, no, I know that that's something, um,
0: uh, that's something that like she's always like putting to me and I, I kind of like don't like talking about it with people because like, obviously like, A lot of people, like, I know you've, like, told me, like, not naming people. Like, people have been like, yo, why does John fucking think this way? Or why does John try to say stupid shit like this? But, like, I get all that shit from her. And, like, she tells me all the time. She actually – let me pull up the text message right now, actually. (laughs) She was at work, and she sent me this thing. And she just goes, I was just reading an article today that says many, many people your age are extremely discouraged from taking risk because of their student loans or – Their parents have always been telling them that they need to save to retire, and how a lot of millennials aren't actually. They're like caught in this trap of like they're living their life for social media and it's all a flex and they're going broke doing it. Mm -hmm. And then it's, and then on the other end of it, it's that like they're so fucking scared to like spend the money, go live in a city, go broke, that it's like they never make the jump even though they all like want to do something Mm -hmm. but they're just absolutely like like, they're they're too scared to do it and she was just like you know grandpa benny always used to tell us which is why i always tell you like there's you can't take your you can't take it with you when you die so you might as well enjoy it while you're alive obviously there's that there's that video of like denzel washington where he's just like yo like you've never seen a hearse you've never seen i said that wrong you've never seen a u-haul besides uh behind a hearse basically saying that like All the, like, materialistic shit, like, that's all cool and all, but, like, in the end of the day, that's not going to make you happy because you can't take that shit with you. You can't take the money with you. So it's not like my mom was always, like, don't save, don't retire, blow all your money. She was just always, like, you know, from – how she raised me and having me so young at 17 and doing what she did. And obviously, you know, the type of money she makes now is that she's just like, look, like fuck the money while you're young, because you know, while you're single, you don't have kids, you don't have a mortgage. You don't have any of those like real life responsibilities go travel go meet new people go just like like leave your friends go make new friends go do those things right so like what is like why do you think like for so many people they're like i mean obviously we kind of just touched on it but like from your opinion why do you think like so many people like are so like scared to actually do that because like me and you talk all the time and like we hear our friends and we kind of get annoyed like you know we're not, we're just going to say DJ. We're not going to say the other last name, but we're always in his ear. Like, bro, get the fuck out of, you know, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Like, go yeah, do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah.
1: You know, um, to, to answer that, I think it, it has a lot to do with like who you kind of grew up with or who you surround yourself with. Um, everyone's kind of influenced by other people nowadays, especially with the internet. 100%. Um, for me, uh, it kind of goes back to like probably like seventh grade, um, my old babysitter, Jeremy moved to Miami and I wasn't, I didn't have no fucking babysitter in seventh grade. So we'll just gonna put that out there. But when I was growing up, I did. And, but he stayed close with the family. Uh, good Buffalo boy too. He's a he's a beauty. Um, he moved to Miami. And I remember like something was going on in class and it was like, write down what you want to do when you grow up or something like that. And I really looked up to him and I still do. Um, in a sense, I was on his podcast a couple months ago. Um, um, and I said, I wrote down, you know, want to move to Miami after college, something like that. And my mom was going through some stuff a couple months ago when this whole Miami thing started to become uh, real. She goes, Holy shit. Like, look at what I found. And yeah, sure. It was, it was something that said, move to Miami, you know, after whatever. So I think that it's, it's who you surround yourself. You know, um, I was around Jeremy a lot growing up and he travels all the time for work. He's a, he teaches financial advising for Citibank. Um he's actually been out here a few times and when I first moved out here I met him in San Francisco. That was my first time actually going to San Francisco and he showed me around and so I've always kinda like looked up to him and you know not really anyone in my family's kinda took that leap of faith either. They kinda played it safe.
0: <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna cut this out, but Ruggiero just goes best places
1: to live in Florida and I'm gonna put uh Megan's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Um so, yeah, I think just kind of wrapping that up, just surrounding, who's who you surround yourself with, man. Like, I don't know, man, I, this is, when you talk about my best friends, obviously you're there, it's you, Joe, Dom, but then I also have my graduating the guys, I, you know, that were in my class, Marco, Wells, Brooksy, Gravy, Enright, Shane, Bill. And that whole group is surrounded with people that are just like early success, like, like they're all, we're all in our career. Uh, Marco and, and Shane are going to be dentists. Um, Brooksy's a financial advisor. Connor's in banking. Wells is in some marketing. Gra- Gravino um, is a hedgehunter for CEOs. So it's a competitive ass group. And that's the shit, I'm not kidding you. you. I swear to God, that's the shit that keeps me going. Like, as funny as it sounds like it's not like because we're trying to one up each other. It's not like we all have the banter and they all love going at me. And we uh, it's you know, it's just people have said to me and I won't use names, but like there's people out here that I've met that are like, I'm like actually jealous of the like that, what you have with those guys. Like I went to college with all these girls or X, Y and Z and we don't talk as much as you do at all this group chat is on every single day. It could be one thing and it still is going to be on. So to to get to that, I'm surrounded by you, Joe. I'm surrounded by all those guys, Marco and all them. So I owe a lot of like, I'm like, I swear to God, I owe a lot to them and and to you because it just, it's something that you guys keep me going. And it's nothing where I want to be like, I'm going to be lazy today. You know, it's just like, it's just, I have the best friends anyone could ever ask for. Um, yeah, no, for I mean, I was talking. I mean, the
0: one of the episodes I did with Doubt, I was talking about. Uh, I mean, I didn't mention like uh, like Colin Brooks or uh, or Wells or Gravino or Enright, yeah. but I, I mentioned Marco and Shane, and I didn't yeah. even mention Bill either. But like to your point, all those dudes. Like I was saying, like when we were talking about lacrosse, like when they were captains, like, they didn't, or, you know, even as, like, the seniors, they never really, like, you know, what most seniors do, like, always trying to fucking be the head honcho, and it's, like, nah, and, you know, bark orders at style. people. Nah, no, right. dude, like, they're, like, Marco, like, Marco's a dog, Shane's a dog, Enright's a dog, Colin Brooks might might be one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah, he's like, Wells. Five, like, yeah, like, levels. Wells, Sabs, Joe Gravino, like, they're all, like, I don't want to say lead by example, but they all, like, work and are, like, super into what they're doing to a point where it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, I kind of got to, like, be like that, too, almost. And like you said, it's not – it's like a game of one-up, but it's it's a, like an ego like, one-up almost.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, those guys are fucking all-time, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and when they're all together, dude, dude I can't even – like, I saw them in uh, Cleveland last year for the Bills game, and as soon as I said hi to Enright and Brooks, I walked away because I was just like, I'll fucking piss yeah. my hands left, and if I'm around yeah. too long.
1: Yeah, you get us uh, all together. It's just a run. now
0: um Ed, Ed's been a major part in this yeah. whole experience with you being in California, being in Miami. Um, obviously uh I had the chance to meet him when I came out to visit you the couple mm-hmm. times I did, and you know, he's a great guy and mm-hmm. you know, he really cares about you and has mentored you. You know, what what role like has he played in all this? Obviously he's you know the front runner, but like yeah. you know, what are
1: some things that you've
0: learned from him that like without him you wouldn't be where you are today?
1: yeah he's Ed's unbelievable, and he probably won't listen to this anyway, so I can I can say a bunch of stuff. but yeah, you, don't, you know you don't ever ever you don't really hear about a lot of stuff like this where you know you're brought in and you know you're given the opportunity to work in every department of, of a four-star going to be a five-star resort eventually. Um, so I, he gave me an opportunity for 18 months to just kind of go float around and learn every aspect of the hotel. Um, so he's been an absolute huge role in and, my life and he always will be, you know, he's the first person that gave me a start. He took a chance on me and he, I think he took it really, really personal. And, and I, I did feel like, um, I was under this mag magnifying glass of, yeah, I'm going to treat you like I got treated at the Waldorf or the Boston Harbor or the Western Western or excuse me, the W, um, excuse me, the London West Hollywood, you know, that's where places that he's been GMs at. And. Um, when he was at the Waldorf, he was the director of F&B. So, and that's a 1400 room hotel in, in downtown, uh, you know, in New York park, right by park app. So, um, he is, if it wasn't for him like this, you know, me going to Miami probably wouldn't happen. Me being at this resort wouldn't have happened. Um, I owe a lot to, to what he's done for me. He's been extremely hard. I mean, people that have known me, especially out here, could tell you that, you know, my phone will ring, um, at any given time, at any given hour from him. And it doesn't matter if I'm out with the boys, if I'm golfing, if I'm doing X, Y, Z, the expectation is you answer. And if he has something that you need to do, or there's a question that needs to be answered, you answer it. And I get a lot of pushback from, from people. Um, why do you answer when you're off? Why do you, why do you answer emails when you're off? And I, I, you know, I, I don't try to act like a hardo and be like, yeah, I work a shit ton. Um, I just, It's a it's a commitment that I I got myself to make, and it's gotten me to this point where I'm now going to go on my own to up another potential five star hotel um, in South Beach, Miami. And so to 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 answer what you're or ask what you're what you're saying here is that guy I owe almost everything to. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Like family. And
0: uh, and a couple more questions before we get into fucking story time, maybe. Yeah. So uh, all right, (laughs) Hamilton. um, (laughs) so um a couple things like i know like i've always said this to you and you've honestly like always been like yo shut the fuck up but Mm -hmm. like as you know and i'm not i'm not saying it like you know i'm not like in a preaching way but like i always said to you bro i was just like yo like i like i don't want and this is no disrespect to anything at all it's just like me you know me wanting different is that like i've always said i'm just like yo like i don't want to live the life that like my family's lived and i don't want to live the life like a majority of our friends parents live like not in a bad way it's just that like you know me and you've always said like we want to travel we want to you know kind of in a way like work for ourselves or you know work and have really cool experiences while we're working bounce around do all that Mm shit um and then eventually get in a business together and then eventually you know own businesses and shit like that like um what where do you think that like um do you think that a lot more people would be happy if they took that approach of like, just like, because I feel like, you know, obviously, you know, we're not going to name names, but DJ, that's all we're going to call him. But um, DJ, it, DJ is like. DJ yeah, Shakeweight. <laughs> literally, DJ Shakeweight. Like, I was talking to him today, and he was just like, bro, like, I want to fucking go to Florida, da da da. But like, he's like, I live in this, I live in this like eco chamber of thought where mm-hmm. it's just like the old school way of like, your resume has to be stacked or like, Oh, you need to be saving for retirement. You need to be doing all this shit. And he's like, he's straight upset. he's like, dude, I'm fucking scared because I don't have a support system. So like, how do you, you know, obviously you've been surrounded by such like, you know, welcoming people. And like, obviously like, you know, my mom, when I said that to her of like, yo, I want to, I want to have a different type of life and stuff like that. She never, she was always like pushing me to get there and still is. So like, how do you, for, you know, for people that might not have that support system, like what, what is your thought on like, or how, what would you say to like,
1: get that support system? Well, you can't, you know, you can't really make, I mean, you can all oh, you, you can make a support system, but it's, it's dude, it's just like, take the leap of faith. Like I've always told people this, I've had people, no joke is as crazy as this sounds, you know, uh, I've had people reach out to me like, Hey, can I have advice on I want to move blah, blah, blah. You know? And I go like this, look okay, at. Unless you're like literally homeless where you are right now and you can't have anyone to fall back on, you don't have a roof over your head when if things went south, then, yeah, maybe I could see why you'd be a little bit hesitant. But if you have a family, you have some people that, you know, always take you back. You know, my mom always always said, we'll take you back. But I never, ever thought like that. Right. Because that's not how I want to be. Like, I want to think that I, I don't have anyone to help me. I don't have another source of income. So for the people that are like, "Eh, I want to go broke like okay, if you fail, then you go back." And then people are like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't want people to think I failed." Like, okay, then don't blast it all over social media that, "Hey, I'm moving, you know, to, you know, X, Y, and Z." Like, I'll I'll put it on there. I don't care if people know where I'm going. Fine. It's and if I fail, who gives a shit? Like, what's you know? There there's no there's no opinion. There's no right or wrong, you know, way to do things. So I think people just need to take more chances. I, my roommate and his girlfriend are like the epitome of like taking chances and just doing their, they're, they're going to be moving to Oregon and they're going to be starting their own winery soon, um, which is super, super exciting um, that I'm trying to also be a part of as well from afar. Um, so I'm just always going back to what I said a few minutes ago. I just, I'm always surrounded with people that want to be successful and that want to make a leap of faith for just cause yeah, I, there, there's no harm in, in doing so. So you're going to love it. Like I tell people all the time, you're going to love it if you go live by yourself in a new place where you know, no one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, you know, like, uh, you, you know, moving off this, but like, like I said to you all the time, like, I'm actually happy. I'm so fucking happy that I ended up going broke in Boston and having yeah. to come back and only have $10 in my name. Cause it, it literally made me refocus. I was just like, yo, I don't want to fucking be here. I need to, I mean, obviously I'm here now after yeah. Denver, but like, Outside of that, it was just like, okay, I need to like reset, refocus, refigure out, but I'm not fucking no. So like I think that um that was one of the best things to ever happen. I think for a lot of people, if they just take that leap of faith, the they would find themselves a lot happier. Like I know Jesse, for example. Jesse was always telling me she wanted to get the fuck out of Rochester. Now look, she's in North Carolina. I, I was just talking to her the other day. Oh, J Top, give a shout out to J Top. But J-Tops. um But yeah, she was like, um, she, she's doing apartment leasing right now. She might get a real estate license. And like, she was just like, I was FaceTiming with her last month and she was just like, I'm so fucking glad I did this. Like it's better than I expected and stuff like that. But, um, you know, so, you know, wrapping this up here, like, what would you, you know, someone, like you said, like someone wants to get into hospitality and someone's like, you know, looks at you and is just like, Tyler, like you got to go to Napa. You did all these cool things. Like what, what advice would you give? you know someone else or like a younger person on like you know taking that leap and just saying fuck it and like exploring to like get to like where you actually want to get to
1: just fucking do it like it's super easy just fucking do it right like i just said like if you have something if, you, if someone's gonna help you if you fail they'll take you back like you got ca- you you don't know until you try it's corny as fuck i'm not really a big quote guy but like you just got to do it, especially in hospitality. It's going to take you everywhere. Like some of the people that I've worked for, I got my one boss is from Germany and other coworkers from France, other coworkers from Italy, the new place I'm going to, the GM's from Switzerland, the assistant director of rooms is from France. You know, there's guys all across the board. You know, one guy used to work at a resort in Monaco. Like I've always, you know, that was like one of my things is like, I want to go work in Monaco if I can. So It's just uh, hospitality is, yeah, people like shit on it. Like, you know, like, oh, you guys do, you know, shit work or it's, which is completely fucking false. Um, But it is such a networking industry. And I've met so many people out here, especially the the clients I take care of. It's, um, I actually going to be like knowing a lot of people in Miami already without even having stepped foot there yet. So it's. My advice is just do it because you never know what's going to happen. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Transition. Yeah, Transition this is a little, series? this has been serious for way too long. I bet you people might turn it off, but now, now. Well, I can always, I could
0: always edit a couple. Yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll chop up a little bit. Yeah, but, take like, the time uh, to
1: fucking edit it.
0: Yeah, I got, yeah, we'll, we'll whip that up. But, um, all right, Kip. G-
1: g- w- Kip what's he like as a roommate? Yeah, um. You've seen the commercial of the Dosekis guy? <laughs> That's Kip. The it, most it, interesting w- man. He's a fucking legend, dude. <laughs> the, best is, the best is when I'll talk about him and people are like, his, what's his name? They're like, Kip. They go, what? It's Kip. They're like, oh. oh fuck again. But, dude, awesome. Yo. Yeah, best friend th- for the that,
0: The first time I came to visit... um when we went out to eat Mm -hmm. and it was you, me and Joe. And then, um, he, you were in the shower and he was on the balcony and I was (laughs) smoking a bowl. I was smoking a bowl with him on the fucking balcony and he's just like talking to me. And then all of a sudden, um, we're, you're getting dressed and we're about to go to R and D. Um, and he fucking is just like, all right, boys, hold up. And like rolls another blunt. It's like, what
1: the the fuck is going on? That's his, that's his
0: thing, man. Dude, he is a wild card. Yeah. Like he's so like he was he was so so fucking high at dinner, and then when Zane was coming over afterwards, yeah, uh, yeah. Zane came up and was just like, "Yo, I just saw Kip, and he jumped in the bush.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I I remember that, dude. <laughs> oh, Yo, bro, that's, was, yeah, I that's thought, funny.
0: I thought I thought Zane was fucking around. No, don't, was, like, dude. No, bro. Like, bro. No. i dude. He's yeah. <laughs> It's like you're and, and, <laughs> and fucking uh kip comes walking back upstairs and he has like thorns stuck to his shorts and shit and he's just like dude i thought you were the cops yeah. like bro like you need to stop smoking weed like it's illegal here like what are the cops
1: gonna yeah, do yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, so uh, he's awesome it's been great and i'll miss him a lot um you don't really like when you get like a random roommate like we met at a wine tasting that i was at like i got invited to this winery Quick story, (laughs) the the guests that, like, I I put in touch here, this is, like, when I first started, like, I, uh, they spent 20 grand on wine, and this is, like, a small winery, boutique winery, but really good juice, like, fucking, it's really good, it's high up there in Calistoga, they invited me up, and I, I got out of the car, you would have thought I was, like, fucking, like, like, fucking Drake, Got Like getting out of a phantom. They were like running oh, all up right. to me. Well, well, no, they
0: were. Like, I'm stopping you there. <laughs> no, no, I'm,
1: no. Don't stop me. Let me fucking roll here. So, th- yeah, they were like hugging me. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what are you touching me for? Like, oh, thank you so much for coming. Blah, blah, blah. Like they spent like $20,000 on wine. I go, what? They're like, yeah, that's like half our year's revenue. I go, okay, you're welcome. They're pouring everything like there it was like it, it, they like poured my birth year they poured like the year i was in like first grade it was like a fucking i was like oh all right yeah so we met there we hit it off uh moved in together i had to get out of that studio i was in i was i was I was a mess living there and um yeah the rest is history and he's gonna start um him and his girlfriend are gonna they're buying some property in oregon and they're gonna plant a vineyard and I'm going to toss a little money into it, so
0: little project, that's fucking, little project that, on the way. He fucking that's out there, yeah. dude. Um, when we came for New Year's, um, uh, when we came for New Year's, I forget what year it was, but um, dude, Joe didn't even fucking make it out.
1: Yeah, I remember that, and I remember you were like, "The come on, dude, to be nice, don't be nice." To him. I'm like, "Nah, dude, fucking come out." Um, but no dude, Joe <laughs> well, is like he's such a funny kid and like uh that was a sick trip we went to the warriors game you chugged uh $80 bottle of saut blanc on the way to the warriors game so i thought that was well
0: first of all i wanted to i wanted to actually fucking strangle the life out of you because mm-hmm. you were because first the the tickets itself were expensive as fuck like to sit in nosebleeds it was like 150 and then it was like an hour drive all the way to oakland and you were sitting there bitching yeah the nurse, like uh yeah yeah well um uh pay pay my gas like gas is fucking expensive and then yes. you're like oh it's 85 dollars to fill my tank so take it off the ticket i'm like motherfucker like we flew all yeah the way yeah the I, I, remember I remember that actually yeah go. i remember
1: that it was that was <laughs> I, that was, a, that was a growing moment for me Um, that
0: um that uh the new year's though it was so fucking different because you got people texting us at like nine o'clock being like oh, happy new year's like, like, like
1: yeah fuck off i didn't Stick the fucking off thanks
0: <laughs> but <laughs> but it was kind of funny how like Like I said, like, what, like Napa, like for me, at least Napa, Napa wasn't a culture shock, but it was like kind of crazy because it's so different, obviously out West. And then on top of it, like, were you, were you put on the wine like that? Or like, was that something Um, that like you grew into?
1: I was, so we were kind of short staff when I first started and they were like, yeah, you got to go sit at the concierge desk. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And people are coming up to me like, all right, where should we go? I'm like, you know what? I just graduated college. I have no fucking... Oh, I didn't say this, but I have no fucking idea like where you should go. So little by little, I had books. I'm not a big reader, but I, I, I wanted to like emerge myself into this, this cult. And I would Google shit when I was working. At- <laughs> you were studying for your sommelier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be a master song. Fucking song. Um, oh, fuck, okay. So we were... Uh, I would just kind of teach myself. And now I fucking... Can- got some really good connections out here like i get like anytime i go obviously it's free um i've made connections with the drivers out here so anytime i need a driver i I get a free driver i had a sprinter van uh back in august did a wine tasting with a bunch of friends and it was free usually that shit's like 180 bucks an hour um and we had it for six hours it's it's sick
0: the the wine tasting you took joe and i to was so fucking expensive i couldn't believe we got a comp. it was it was almost like one fifty. Yeah, I
1: do. The best is like when I like I like uh, I want to go here. I, this looks this looks cool. I read about you, and I'll send this professional ass email. And if you know me, I'm a fucking yeah, I'm a clown. Like I yeah, I'm I love to have a good time. Like but like work Tyler and and outside Tyler is completely different. And I'm like dear so and so, I have a client that would like to come to your winery. Um, blah, blah 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 blah. I would love they would like me to. I always say this. They would like me to experience it firsthand so I can report back to them. Get an email back. Yeah yeah come on up come on up and then every time they're like at the end i'm like are you like three sheets to the wind? They're like yeah i, I send us some of your clients i'm like yep i got someone next week for you fuck no i don't and then I, I sometimes i send people there sometimes i send them elsewhere so it's so funny though dude i play the game well and and, and a lot of the times i do end up sending people to this, a lot of these places um because i i need to know what it's really like before i get there because there's a whole like that is and you've you've seen this it's a it's a fucking pissing contest. And usually it's a pissing oh contest. Yeah. It's Jerk. usually a pissing contest in New York or Chicago. This is a fucking pissing contest, right? They want to know, right? There's some tastings that are $200 a person. And I've gone to a lot of them and I haven't paid a fucking cent. But when I have clients that want to go to these places, you know, some of these places are $1,800 per bottle. Dude, they want a fucking background check on these people. Are they going to buy? Where are they from? What do they do? And I'm like, yo, they're going to probably buy wine. Why do you care? But, dude, it's it's insane out here. I've drank a bottle of wine casually one night. It was, like, 1800 And I was, like, sitting there, like, am I allowed to serve myself for more? It's an insane scene. It is so fucking insane. And people are like, oh, you, what are you, stop grapes with your feet? Like, no, dude, that shit does not even come close to happening. And you saw it firsthand. Well, see that I took you guys to. You need to, like, get – you, you got to know someone to get in there. And I was like, yeah, I got three friends coming in to town. You want to see us? I got people that I can send your way, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. So, like, I wasn't just taking you guys to the fucking middle of the that... spots. You guys are at some, some spots that people have on their bucket list, so.
0: No, yeah, which, I mean, that's for me. Like, it was kind of funny because when you told me about the Miami job, you were like, go fuck yourself because, you know, you got hooked up in Napa – um, cause he, I would probably say that you probably saved me and this isn't even like trying to say this is a flex, but you probably saved me a swift between Napa, yeah. like Tahoe, like all the shit that you've been able to get comp. I would probably say like a swift yeah. 1500, yeah, give or take probably like a yeah. swift 1500. Cause like the, the, the mushroom, oh, build, mushroom build. That one, <laughs> dude, that one was yeah. like 200, but it's, that one was about like 200, the O'Shaughnessy one. Um, which didn't like the, that was when yeah. really for the Warriors game that I thought I was buying a red wine, but I was so fucked yeah. up from the tastings that I bought a whole bottle of white and then I didn't want it. And I literally paid like $80 for it. So I was just like, fuck it. And I pounded it before we got to the Warriors game. But, um, yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy. Cause like when, uh, bill, risotto bill, that's just what I'm gonna call him um when risotto bill broke out the 90 the 1991 limited edition like reserve bottles he just had like little sips and i was ripping it like shots and he was like buddy like swirl swirl it it, yeah the whole and And i'm like i and i yeah and i'm sitting there thinking like dude i'm four sheets to the wind like i'm not swirling sniffing shit like i'm (laughs) i'm smacking this and uh because at the same time it's like it all tastes the same but um, yeah, that was something that like I wasn't like I didn't even know like yeah. wine was like that, yeah. Like where it's true. just like he was telling us some shit about like based on how it tastes, you could tell like what region it's grown in and like all that shit. So like was that like yeah. a big learning yeah, it curve was. for you? There's
1: a lot of shit that goes into it, um, a lot of science that goes into it, you know. But it's a it's a it's such a large industry now and it's kind of Napa's overpopulated, especially with all the, the tech people moving from San Francisco because they don't have to be in office anymore. So a lot of people are coming to Napa and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get the fuck out. Um because it is a fucking pissing contest and um I'm I'm sick of going to a bar, I'm uh, having to pay um twenty dollars for my fucking water with a lime. Um, so yeah, to to your point, it's a sick place. It's now wine is going to forever be a part of my life. I got so much to ship to Florida. Um, I can't wait to kind of have it down there with my new roommates, um, that I'll be moving in with in June. And, uh, yeah. You were ready to kill me when you took, you were getting ready for mm-hmm. when
0: we came for new Year's,
1: and, we and
0: ready. And you were just like, yo, like, yeah, you're just like here. Like, uh, he's like, you're like the wine racks right yeah. there. Just grab a bottle. And, and then, uh, you came back out, and I was cleaning up your carpet, and you're, I was ready to kill you because you're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, bro, it's a fucking carpet. Yeah. Like, I'll pay to get it cleaned. Like, relax. Don't, yeah, don't yeah fucking yelling at me. And and then you looked, and it was like the um, the um reserve stag leap, and you're like, not only did you just stain my carpet, that's like a fucking... You're like, that's a fucking $200 bottle. Yeah, I was bottle. just going like, to say that. It was like, probably... Yeah, but,
1: but dude, I, I honestly... I haven't paid for a bottle. I, yeah, never, but, I haven't paid for a fucking tasting, so I honestly... I've grown a lot since that shit. Like, I don't even give a fuck anymore. People that, like, want to sit there and talk at eight, eight hours about the bottle of wine can fucking take a hike because um, I'm here to drink. And if it tastes good, I'll probably ask for some.
0: Yeah, uh, edu- educate us. Uh, what, like, what, what, it? how do they determine prices? Because, like, I've had $15 bottle of wine that I think is amazing. And then I've had, like, being out to visit you, I've had, like, you know, three, mm-hmm. $400 bottles of wine that I'm like, this is ass. So like, how did, how do you, um, I think
1: it's the status of, of the winery. I think it's how much money they put in to make it. I think it goes into who's your winemaker. Who's your, um, who's, who's running your vineyard. There's a, uh, who's your vineyard management company. Um, how much is the bottling? I think a lot of it goes in with the status of the winery. Where's your grapes that has a lot to do with it. I think, you know, buying land in Napa is nearly impossible. So if you're having some incredible spots where, where your vineyards are, um, the price is going to go up because it takes a lot of money to pay those land fees. And it takes a lot of money to have a really good winemaker, which are far, far and in between here. You, you if you, you really got to have some money to put a good product out.
0: Yeah. And like those, those wineries that we got to go to, which that lady, that lady was telling us, she was just like, yeah, like the only way that you are able to come to this winery, it was the one that had like the big ass underground tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sean, see like that where um yep yeah oh that was a shaughnessy okay yeah we're um oh yeah yeah that's right My bad. yeah we, we were, were like i said like up. we were i mean good th- i mean we had what yeah, we, we stopped great. at like four or five spots yeah and they give you like three or four glasses to taste and then they like pour a bottle for you yeah. it, it's a shit show but um the it was pretty funny because like the lady was like yeah like the only people that come down here are like high net worth people or like celebrities and stuff and then um they had that bottle of opus one in that one lady cellar that yeah. had like five yeah. bottles or some shit like that and and i was i was taking a picture of it and she was like what are you doing and i was like oh i saw this on lebron's Jesus instagram i just wanted Christ. to take a picture of it and that's when she was she was just like uh then she like kind of shit on me and she was just like yeah that's not even good wine she was just like and she was saying how like celebrities come here and we'll buy like these high ass high mm-hmm. high-end bottles and it's just like that yeah it's not even good wine like they yeah. don't even know what they're talking about so like how how like is all of i mean i didn't experience it that much but like it's all napa like, kind of, yeah. like status yeah yeah symbol it's
1: or okay like... a status symbol i think you know you, you have your your people that are napa born and raised that have a really sense of pride here and then you have people that have a shit ton of money that have invested in wineries like i know this one winery for instance is a fucking absurd it's called nine sons um it's a uh, Foreign family that came here and bought the bought the land because they had tech money, and now it's it's nine hundred dollars to even get your foot through the door, and you have to pre-buy the wine. Mm-hmm. They won't open wine for people. They'll pre-buy what you what you what they allow in their allocation, and you come in and you taste it. So you are spending nine hundred dollars to get through the door for to, for just for the fucking just to get your foot in the door, and then on top of that you are expected to buy some of the wine that is already starting at uh $1000 like it is a fucking pissing contest and it's kind of sad because it's it's growing so rapidly and it's kind of taking the the welcoming vibe that it once had when I first got here.
0: Now, what what was it that um you know kind of getting towards Miami because you know we've been talking yeah. for quite some time now so like well, um what was it that ultimately led you to Miami? Because like the, the decision was quick. Like, I remember you texted, you texted me last month and you were like, kind of like, Hey, like kind of 50, 50 on it. And then obviously like you were talking to my mom a little bit about it. And then, you literally fucking—you told me today. You're like, yeah, I leave next week, and I'm like, oh like it was a quick, it yeah. was a quick fucking transition. So like, uh, w- what what got you that decision? Like, what made you be like, okay, nap is it for me? Like, I need to go somewhere else. No, so I think you, it, you know, I. It or
1: what? Um, I had a really serious girlfriend. Uh, about you know around this time last year, it started in November, and um, we, uh, you know, we parted. You know, obviously, we're not together anymore, and, I think a lot of a lot of her was keeping me here I, I from the talks that we've had it was like a done deal like you know we really were cared lot about each other we we saw it, we saw it being something that was gonna be like you know a we a forever thing um and obviously that didn't go that way so I think once that once that happened and I was in a really really dark place and um the whole last summer was really hard for me like um I went through a lot of uh like depression and um, just not Tyler. Um, and I, I think I wanted mm-hmm. to you know, be closer to home. I couldn't just hop on a flight, um, and go see my, my family or my, or like you for, for a couple of days. I had to go through that whole process, you know, by myself. Um, I didn't really open up to a lot of people about it because it's just something that I'd never have done. So I, I think to answer your question is, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I just wanted to get closer to family and friends. And, um, I have an opportunity to go live in a place that's pretty much warm year round. Um, it's not similar to here cause it does get a little chilly in the winter here. Um, and I, you know, I, again, I just want to be a two hour flight for my family and friends rather than a eight or nine. You know, I think that's what it came down to and it's a sick city, you know?
0: Yeah. And now um, what are you going to be doing? Um, I will be one
1: of the front office uh, assistant front office managers at the one hotel, South beach um uh, oh yeah. yeah i i didn't know if i was fuck. gonna drop it because you know everyone's gonna be like oh can i come it's got a sick rooftop oh yeah have,
0: i do you i i just want to know like i just want to know because you know what's gonna happen you're gonna have people hitting you up being like hey, hey, like, like, hey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm coming yeah. to miami
1: nope <laughs> no. Sorry. I hate I hate that stuff. I get to hear he's too. Like, I get to hear what people here. Hey, I you know. I I hear you know no, someone in here, here, here. I'm like, yeah, what do you want me to fucking do? Like I'm stop. I do. I play the so card. Well. You, know, well, you
0: you know when to, you know you know when to play the hey I work here yeah. like when not to play it, but which Yeah,
1: put the tracks like <laughs> oh he's like uh you know, like oh you wanna come wine tasting, it's free. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's like it's like Come on out! I've had some visitors. <laughs> I mean, like it's it kind of hilarious, but um, you know, I didn't get to do it a lot, um, especially when I first started. So yeah, it's it's been sick, but Miami is going to be awesome. I'm pretty fired up for it. It's definitely not your EPA, so or Buffalo or Buffalo. Oh man! So hey, so <laughs> the, the fuck one out. story because we've been having a little serious talk, but. I was thinking about this today, and dude, I'll never forget. Remember the time we went to Game Six? Not like inside, but we were at Game Six with all the all the boys. Game Six of uh, World oh, Series. Six. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh my god, I gotta that bring it up Obviously, nuts. like yes. my, one of my favorite teammates of all time. He's like on my top five list. Um, is Derek Richards? <laughs> um, my one of my boys, like dude. There's two people in this world that really can fucking get under my skin. Like, like to the point where I'm like, I have to say something. Like I can't get over it. My brother and Derek Richards. (laughs) But but he is my, (laughs) like one of my best friends. And I, you know, we don't talk as much, but if I had to pick up the phone, just saying like he texted me before this and I, his name in my phone is D Rock, And I think it's hilarious. It's always been that. So I remember when we were like, Yeah, we're gonna go to game six we're, all right Derek calls me, he goes, Hey, um, I'm at the bank. Uh should I get should I get fifty bucks out? I'm like, dude, fifty bucks? I go I go for what? We're not we're going to downtown Cleveland, not prison. I'm, I'm like, fifty bucks. It's like Um Yeah, so like I remember he's like, Oh, I'm gonna bring a fifty sheet. I'm gonna bring a fifty sheet. I'm like, Okay, you could probably pay for parking with that. So thanks. Appreciate it. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, you're still laughing. I, I remember so when we, we went I'm there just laughing. and we were just, everyone was just buckled. Like, dude, I think it was.
0: Well, that was cause, uh, yeah. Cause Brady, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but, but Brady, Brady didn't have class. So Brady was, I, and then we didn't have lacrosse practice for some fucking reason. And Colin like texted all of us and was just like, yo, like, well, it started with me. It started with me, you, Jordan and, uh, Elijah and then Elijah was like, dude, he's like, let's get Will, Convery, Derek, and then Ben. <laughs> ben uh, Derek, Derek called Ben. Dude, Derek called Ben and Ben's oh, like, dude, i not fucking ben missing. This. Never. So um it was No, dude, which it was fucking funny because driving back from driving back from Cleveland, I was driving, Zachro is beyond rocked in the backseat, just throwing yeah. tacos the entire time in the car colin's freaking out making sure that i'm watching the road because of how exhausted we were actually that sounds so bad like people are no 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 we weren't i really wasn't but we were just no 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 we weren't and um and so like but yeah dude that was uh yeah i forgot what i was gonna say now so i'll just edit yeah no that was a sick time
1: and like like i got like a like a list of like top five teammates you're like 1a colin brooks is like 1b and then it goes Derek. who he should do stand-up comedy frank oh frank brooks oh yeah yeah frank's so funny it goes like you two then it's like richards fours Conry, and then my fifth like all time like my favorite teammates is joe gravino and under or no it's Joe Gravino, but also Ben Brooks. They have to share it. Um, but, dude, just, like, those guys, those five or, like, five and a half, six guys, like, awesome. Like, just really good dudes. And I, I keep in touch with, obviously, all those guys. It, that locker room was a nightmare. Like, you, I used to, like, be later to practice because I had, like, lab or something. I'd come down and John Pulaski has all of my fucking equipment duct taped. All of my, like, dude, it, and it wasn't just, like, a once <laughs> one-time thing. Like if you were, if you had a lab, your shit was getting fucked with. Like I'd be like, oh dude, this motherfucker today, I gotta un fucking wrap all this. I'm running out. I got duct tape sticking to my fucking elbow pad still. And um, but dude, that that place is incredible. It's special to me, and it's so cool that um, I really do keep in touch with a lot of those guys. Like uh, like I talk to Greenway every once in a while. Um, You know, it's just a really really awesome thing that we went through there.
0: Absolutely, and uh, you know, kind of like as you're just touching on the cross.
1: Big shout out to Greg. Yeah, Brown picked I mean, up in the PLL. I call him Peter. We call him Peter from dodgeball. But yeah, Greg's fucking should not. Not i have ever had to play D two across. He's a D one guy. But yeah, really proud of him. I uh, I hear from him once in a while, but uh, he uh, he's got to do big things. And uh, also got a shout out to our boy downtown, Frankie Brown. Big whip snakes guy. That guy's a fucking legend, oh. dude.
0: Yeah, yo, he, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, he yeah, fucking won yeah, the ship yeah. last year with, uh, the cannons and fucking tore yeah. it up, had a couple goals in, uh, in, in the whole, not in the, not in the championship game, but like throughout <laughs> the season, you know, tore it up, had a couple goals and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, he just got picked up by the whip snakes coaching at Canisius. but, um, yeah, yo, the boys are doing big things. Fucking Darden just got hired yeah. by the PLL. So he's moving out to LA. Um, Yeah, so I mean, all the boys are fucking are doing it big, um, you know, really getting after it. So, yeah, and it's it's funny because like the World Series thing, dude. It's kind of funny because like that was all like spur of the moment shit, and we were just like, like Colin was like, "My parents are home. We can go pregame at at the house." And we were and we were just like, "Fuck it, let's go." So, um, I kind of think that like like you said, surrounding yourself with people like that, like all the boys were just very like, fuck it, let's go, let's just make some moves. And so, I mean, I feel feel a little bit like that kind of helped you and, like, you know, what you're doing and what you're up to because you're always – good. like, those guys Mm -hmm. were always such, like, a dope-ass time to be around, and it was just, like, nonstop. Like, I know, like, when Dodd was on the podcast, he was saying how he's never been around a group of guys that – would just shit talk and kick the shit out of each other but then two seconds later we're like best friends and like yeah going it, it's about definitely the day something different like, like people
1: out here like when they first met me they're like dude this kid's a fucking nut like but it's just so sort of who we surround ourselves with. we went through a lot of shit together like f- five a.m. practices you know you know fucking running up the hill doing a loop and a half after a full two-hour practice of getting fucking bag ran you know like um it's dude it, it, we were like the <laughs> biggest pieces of shit to each other but push comes the shove like you could be the last man on the fucking roster or the first man on the roster it didn't matter someone if anyone fucked with you it was you're you're dealing with everyone so yeah it uh it
0: was funny because when we had to uh when mm-hmm. we got we had that we got punished um because the the yeah. two freshmen mm-hmm. got in trouble not naming yeah. names because we don't, we don't throw people under the bus but um but uh, I remember Coach Ryan fucking making us do those like bear crawl up the hill sprint down and fucking crow, crow and Benbrook. Yeah, and dude like crying laughing the entire time. <laughs> just like just like, fuck this guy. Like, I, I don't even know why we're out here. And as he's, like, yelling at us, he's like, where are those girls you guys were up late with? They're sleeping because they don't give a fuck about you. And I just remember Ben the entire time just being like,
1: this fucking guy. Yeah, dude. Like, the thing us. is, like, um, we hated him so much that it all kind of made us really close. And, um, he, dude, I remember, like, he would make us, like, fucking spell words out when we were tired. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're not fucking fooling me. I'm not a, I'm, not, I'm not a preschooler. Like, I can think when I'm tired, man. This isn't a fucking, this isn't B-League. Like come on, nah, I was sick. Yeah. Holy fuck! Now, yeah. um, you know, like yeah. wrapping
0: it up here a little bit with you, like what would I'll you say? Like eight more times. Um, Trust me. This I'm like this what would you say? Gonna, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this isn't the end of it. Like are, are <laughs> I think I'm gonna have been on tomorrow, uh, <laughs> but uh. But no, like I, I was saying to Ben, like I definitely I got to get an episode, and even Jet, I was telling Jesse and Grace Lawson too. I'm like, we got to get an episode where we yeah. just have a shit ton of us, um, all in one room and fucking hit yeah. hit record, see what fucking comes out. But um, but you know, you know, getting off that, uh, you know, what have been like, what is something that like I would say, you know, you've learned about yourself, and on top of it, like about life, like since being out in um out in Napa that like, you know, if you were to meet your younger self, you tell your younger self about like the future. The biggest thing I learned is don't
1: give a fuck what anyone else is doing. Don't try to compare yourself. Don't try to see who's making more money, who's wearing what, who's got what title, who's got that. I think I go back to when I, what I did or was, you know, a relationship that I was in broke up. It was the darkest time of my life, but I look back on that and that happening was the best thing that ever happened to me. I was woken up to a lot of things that I was uh, mm. blind to that I was doing. You know, I was always worried about the status quo, you know, you know, what's he doing how long is he working? Does he work as long as I do? Does he make as much as I do? Um, that pushed me away from a potentially really good thing of caring too much for what other people thought. Um, I don't really care what anyone really thinks, to be honest. And I think I've always been like that, but it's in a different way. It's a more respectful way. Like if you don't want to agree with what I say, hey, that's totally fine. You're totally cool with your opinion, but I'm going to be to my own drum. Um, I'm never going to change who I am, but I will definitely make adjustments to who I am for the betterment of myself and for other people. And I think when I like went back into that relationship, it lasted another month and I tried to be someone that I really wasn't. And when it ended for the second time, I was like, I must be a really shitty person, and it was really hard. I went back home the next day. I was already planning on going home just to see my family, and I was at home and I was beating myself up for like twelve days. I couldn't. I didn't even enjoy being home because of what happened to me. But this also, I no one's. Yeah, ever seen I've never like seen you. That. Like I didn't that. speak. I didn't eat. So I think that was or going back to my younger self is just like dude who cares who's doing what and what how quick they're they're climbing the ladder like write your own story like it's it's not a marathon or it's not a it's not a sprint it's 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 honestly the marathon and and it sounds super corny but to anyone that's really made it this far into this podcast is like who really gives a fuck like unless you're some criminal doing like bad shit and you're you know you're getting locked up like just do your thing don't like look around and see who's watching. What are you doing when no one else is watching is the biggest thing. Like putting that extra work in. Um, And I, and I think honestly people just need to stop caring, like stop looking at what's on the internet. Um, Stop trying to mimic other people and just do your own thing. Um, It's kind of like why you made this podcast. Like there's going to be, yeah, yeah, there's going to be haters out there. Like what the hell is this? You're just joining everyone else in society. But to some people, This shit's gonna, like, I've listened to a lot of the episodes, and there's some really interesting things that people have said that, like, I may not have ever known about them. Like, and people that probably see my episode pop up, it's uh, it's just gonna be Megan, you know, telling stupid stories and talking about, you know, getting fucked up or all this shit. But, like, I honestly, to some people, like, I'm a big shock. Like, I have grown up a lot, and um, I do take shit a lot more serious. But at the same time, I'm not not apologetic for being who I am. I'm not gonna change who I am, but I'll adjust things. and That's where I'm kind of at right now.
0: I mean, I still and forever always will think you're a huge piece of shit.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, I mean, I'm on mute, but yeah, I think you're a piece of shit, but like, it's cool. Um, no, and that's kind of like, you know, and we'll leave it off with this. But, yeah, like, that's kind of like the whole like the whole reason I wanted to start this podcast is that it's like from experiences you've had experiences that I had, like, obviously, and we're still we're we're so fucking young. It's not even like it's, it's crazy to think like how young we actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, but like in the grand scheme of life, but like, I've just met so many dope ass people from, especially at Mercyhurst, like, dude, like, I don't care what anyone says, like, there are some fucking genuine ass unreal people that have gone to Mercyhurst Mm -hmm. and like, obviously people that, you know, me and you have met, you know, you know, in the cities we've lived in and stuff. It's like, I always find myself having conversations with people and it's always just like, Everyone has such a unique perspective on life and everyone has like, you know, their own experience and everyone's gone through something. But it's just like, you know me, we've talked about this. Like, I fucking hate social media. Like, yeah. I, if I if mm-hmm. I have one wish come true, it would be social media to completely vanish. Um, and like my thing was just like, yo, like, why don't I start a podcast where I talk to people I know and like I know cool things about and just get them to like open up and just talk and like because who doesn't like to talk about themselves you know Yeah, um that's cool. so you know kind of get them to talk about themselves and then it's just like yo like maybe maybe someone that wants to get in hospitality hears your dumbass talking and it was mm-hmm. like wow i didn't know that i want to do that now <laughs> if oh, that like, idiot can it can do it so can i <laughs> <laughs> rudy, rudy rudy no but like uh-huh. but oh. uh but yeah no so that's pretty much like why i started it and like like I said, um, I mean, a lot of people are just like, Who, who's going to be your guest? And I'm like, anyone and everyone, anyone that I think like has something interesting to say, which, um, you know, kind of like back to what you were saying the comparison thing. It's just like, yo, I think social media is fucking stupid because everyone's trying to flex and compare each other. And it's just like, yo, why don't we just collab share ideas and like see where that fucking gets us
1: instead? Yeah, nah, it has been cool. <laughs> Been a good time. Yeah,
0: so um I would thank you for coming on but I mean I I you kind of like were begging me to come on so uh
1: no 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 This up ep- this episode here's a quick ad read. This episode is brought to you by Derek Richards Growth Fund. Please <laughs> donate to Derek Richards mm. Growth. And when I talk about growth, I'm not talking about his job. I'm talking about he would like to grow a few more inches. He feels like he's a little guy and he is a little guy. So please this on this episode is sponsored by Derek Richard's Growth Fund. John, Do you have his Venmo? Uh, no, but I have mine. It's Tyler underscore Megan. And I will definitely Venmo the proceeds to his bank account, but probably not. Probably just take it for myself. Okay, well, usually I would say thank you for coming on, but
0: you know how it goes. Stick the fucking off. Stick I'll the fucking off.
1: Later. See you never.